0: Everything I love, all we love is this life. For the love, for like, yeah. And you already know what's going on. You're locked in with your guy, DJ Jaso, for another episode of the Mike XM. And today, 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 we got another special guest in the building. But before I get into that, y'all know I gotta introduce the topic. And today's topic is gonna be defining your career we're gonna get into why the topic that is but first let me introduce our guest we have miranda martin content creator writer what's going on hey what's
1: up yeah i'm miranda martin i'm a writer ux writer screenwriting just all kinds of writing and yeah content creator so happy to be here So (laughs) initially
0: for the people who don't know initially she is from southern west virginia Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right yep and now currently living in philadelphia and being a content creator and a writer. So what I want to ask is for the people who don't know, um, what has been the difference for you and your career, you know, starting out in Southern West Virginia to how your career has been moving currently in Philadelphia PA? Right,
1: so moving to Philly was like sort of unexpected. So, you know, I'm married and my husband got a job here Um, and we both like grew up in Southern West Virginia and I was going to college for English. And I thought, I don't know, maybe I'll be like a teacher. You know, cause that was kind of like, the options there were more limited for like creative type jobs. Um, but he right. got the Philly job and we made the move and I was like terrified at first. I was trying to like finish college and I was actually working at like a Dunkin' Donuts, just trying to like.
0: We, get, we gotta get by.
1: Right, exactly, <laughs> gotta get by, gotta make it make it work, make it happen. And then um, yeah, I graduated and I got my first job actually in a marketing agency. But okay. from there I learned about like how to like build a website and like right. start a blog. And that kind of like built my foundation. So the difference was just like night and day.
0: (laughs) So so was the marketing agency job in West Virginia?
1: No, that was here in Philly. So yeah, that was when I moved to Philly and I was like working at the Duncan, but then I got my degree, like finally I finished it online. And then I was like, okay, like I got to do something. I just applied for a bunch of jobs and got this marketing agency gig like here in Philly.
0: Okay. So did you did you actually put yourself into the market in west uh in western Virginia as well?
1: I did. I've had like a couple internships and things like that, but just nothing really. There were like a few agencies and things that would call me back, but there was nothing like super you know, my hometown, there's like one newspaper. So if you want to be a right. journalist, like, you know, you you have to like have worked there for 10 years and okay. like know somebody, like there's not a lot of like opportunities. Wow. <laughs> right. I feel like
0: a lot of creatives wow. deal with that, um, especially when they come from like smaller towns or like smaller cities, right. um, where there is only like that one newspaper or that right. one media outlet. Um, so they're like, there's a lot of, a lot more competition mm-hmm. um, when you're applying for those positions. Um, and interestingly enough, a lot of people feel like Philadelphia is just as like tough, but you feel like there was e- easier access there.
1: Right. I th- I think here it's easier to like organically meet people and create opportunities. Okay. Like, I do find that easier. I think people here are, like not you know dissing my hometown. I you know I really love my hometown. <laughs> no shade, like, no yeah, shade. No shade. No see. No shade. Whatever. But like you know, it's it's just here you can kind of make your own opportunity out of something but philly can also it can be competitive absolutely you know it can be competitive and i I don't think that's a bad thing i think that's a reflection of there's a lot of talent here right and so but you but you can make your opportunities happen here i don't know there's more people there's more like it's more alive like stuff's going on you know so
0: i get so i feel like there's definitely a difference though in the actual job market in the creative space, and then like the independent market in the creative space. Mm-hmm. So you talked a little bit about working for um, um, a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Um, you also work with a few other Fortune 500 companies, uh, Verizon, Comcast. Mm-hmm. Like you've been, you've been putting in the work, right? Um, so tell tell me a little bit, and for the listeners, the viewers, what's that? What was that experience like working for those companies, um, and how did that apply to your creative experience? Mm-hmm
1: right so actually yeah the marketing agency kind of was my jumping off point into like learning how to even market myself and like my skills um and so a big part of marketing is copywriting and doing like organic search optimization and all of that requires good writing skills and i was like okay even if this isn't you know my creative writing which i still you know want to do this is going to get me somewhere kind of like get it moving. Absolutely. So yeah, when I started to really like lean into that and try to learn like copywriting skills, like user experience, copywriting is like my technical like day job title. So like UX copywriting for, for the right. listeners, the viewers. Um, and yeah, so once I started to build on those skills, just, you know, applying for Comcast, it took a few tries because people right. are, it's actually, if people are very talented and like, you know, people are, it, it was tough. That was a bit competitive. Um, but then, yeah, I went from Comcast to Verizon, and then actually back to Comcast because right. I, I guess I really like Philly because I just wanted to be back in Philly, like okay. in the office. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's just a lot of talented people even in corporate because you know the independent space it's like yeah that's where i can do more of my creative stuff right but in these corporations too like the fortune 500 companies you meet a lot of people especially on the marketing and creative teams who are like yeah djs on the side they're screenwriters they're producers and it's like you know so it's amazing it's like an awesome collaborative the team i'm on now especially like for my nine to five like they're just very like everybody has some kind of like amazing side hustle going right.
0: on <laughs> and, and honestly i found the same thing working and so like I, I started out um in college i was like working like part-time in the hospitality industry you know you you serve and you bus tables mm-hmm. you do whatever you gotta you gotta pay that tuition right um and i found the same thing like a lot of those like even the managers and even like those those people who um, did the booking for the events or that guy like walking around taking pictures of the restaurant they like yeah they were like this was, was like their nine to five job but they were using this as a way to kind of learn business and you know learn with gain experience and learn what it was like to actually be in the field um, one thing I want to highlight is you talked a little bit about SEO right And yep. that Verizon experience um, and generally that's something no one really likes doing because like it's just a bunch of like I don't anyone who knows anything about writing SEO is just like a bunch of like URLs and you're going through and you're you're making sure that it matches the keywords and it's just a bunch of stuff right it's just a bunch of black and white letters on a screen and (laughs) that's what you're doing (laughs) like um so that that can get boring it can become redundant um and Sometimes it can even kill that creative spirit. So i want to highlight that you kept focused and was like, you know, th- this isn't like my creative thing. This isn't what I actually want to do, but right. it's gonna help me elevate what I want to do at some point. Um, for you, did it ever feel like um, at some point in, in, in working these jobs, you know, going back from Verizon to Comcast, um, did it ever uh, feel like um, your like creative juices were like dying in a sense?
1: Yeah, sometimes So I definitely still like, you know, you have to watch that. And I think that's like an ongoing struggle and I have to balance it. But what I try to do is set aside like an hour of creative time a day. Right, and whether, you know, that could even be, like, you know, I don't always have to be, like, grinding. Like, I can even just be, like, taking a walk, like, thinking of ideas for, like, a new blog post or thinking of, like, you know, like, for, like, the screenplay I'm working on with my friend Nikki, like, we're writing a show together and, like, I'll just text her sometimes on a walk and be, like, call me right now. Like, I have a great script idea. Like, you know, just, like, yeah, reminding to stay engaged with that stuff. And I saw this great quote, since we're talking about, like, doing the 9 to 5 thing versus, like, this. And it said something like, you are not less of an artist if you have to work like a day job to survive, because like we all we all have to do that. Like you're it, still an artist.
0: So um, I, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. But before I do, um, you talk a little uh, um, a little bit about mental health and your blog um, mm-hmm. and what other things advice would you give to a creative in that position that, you know, maybe working at nine to five? um and they they may be losing that 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 bit of creative juice or that creative um inspiration that they
1: had Mm -hmm. i say just take care of yourself yeah mental health is one of my big big things like i have my little like anxiety patch on now so (laughs) so just do things like that like you know make your space comfortable at home like you know if you have a studio or an office in your house make it an inspiring comfortable place and just take care of yourself, like mind and body. I try to take a lot of walks, that gets the creative energy going, keeps my energy up, work out. Just, yeah, take care of yourself, mainly. If you (laughs) gotta light a
0: candle, light a candle. Yes, exactly. Take a walk, take (laughs) a walk. Whatever you gotta do to get it done, I think I appreciate you for sharing. Um, But what happens is um, I feel like creatives, um, once that, that inspiration starts dying a bit, they kind of start to get that imposter syndrome, and we right. talk a lot about that um, here at Rec because you know it's a creative space. And their motto here is, you know, independent doesn't mean alone, right? Right. Um, and essentially, what they what they mean by that is is just um, when you start feeling like you aren't like you aren't a real podcaster or you aren't mm-hmm. a real artist. For those artists who get in that position um where you you aren't a real like designer um and it's only because you feel like oh i've been putting like way more i'm putting 38 hours a week in at Mm -hmm. this supposedly part-time job
1: right Right. (laughs)
0: people don't said 38 hours (laughs) and you haven't designed that pair of jeans you wanted to make you haven't written that blog you wanted to write or you have and then you start feeling like oh i'm not who i thought i was and no you just need a break, like you said. Right? You just need that walk. Um, so don't let you know imposter syndrome, you know, kick in um, when 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 the creative juices start to die out. It's just you just gotta find some somewhere else or something else to re inspire you. Um, so while we're on the topic of being inspired, um, tell us a little bit of some about some of the people who may have inspired you or some of the things that inspire you. Um, you know, to write topics, to, you, you said you're, you got a screen, a screen right going on. Like right. what, what was the inspiration for these things?
1: Well, first I gotta give credit all the way back to my dad. I think I'm a writer because my dad read to me every night of my life. Like literally from like the day I was born, there are pictures him like reading to me. Oh yeah, before I could even like sit up, like he would, But he thought it was so important to like read a book to me every night. Yeah. Even if it was just like a little, you know, short kid's book. Um, so I always tell my dad, Love you, Dad. I'm always like, you know, I really think I'm a writer because I was a reader first. And so I always really loved reading. Right. And then I would get into this thing where I would be like, oh, like I want to, maybe I was like eight or nine years old, and I was like, oh, I could tell stories. Like, yeah. you know, I could do this. And I just started writing, like, I don't know, little like novels in my notebooks, right? And right. They were probably really like dumb, but like, you know, it started the process. I wouldn't say it's dumb.
0: (laughs) Like you said, it started the process. It was the foundation.
1: Right, exactly. And then, you know, I started dealing with like mental health struggles and things. When I was like 11 or 12, I started to get like anxiety. And I realized if I just like spoke about it and I told people about it, I felt better. So I started writing about it and writing blogs. First, it was like literally just like a MySpace blog because I was like 14, right? And I didn't know how to build a website. And then during covid i was like you know doing the corporate thing and i was like working on some other stuff and i tried to build a blog and then i finally was like i'm gonna make a blog and make this like my big like COVID project get serious right and that's how miranda muses was born and that's where i really write about just like oh my god like everything like mental health but also like stuff i like to do brands i enjoy just like the lifestyle kind of blog that i would like to read
0: absolutely that's what
1: i want to write and then so that's like one side of it and then there's like the other even like crazier side of me that's like i'm gonna write a film and i actually did write and direct um a short film in 2021 it was called called? adrian
0: okay check it out don't play around
1: it's a short horror film um so and that went really successfully um jonah dyer He's out in L.A., but he was our cinematographer on that. We got him to come in and, like, Michael Williams starred in it. He's this actor that actually grew up in my hometown. Okay. So it's fantastic. They're wonderful. And after we did it, I was like, oh, like, I can keep doing this. Right. And then my friend Nikki and I had the idea for the show Situationships based literally. Oh, this
0: sounds interesting. Yeah, based
1: literally just on, like weird dating experiences we've both had that most right. like like 20 or 30 somethings in philadelphia have probably had God, yep, yeah yep, let go through it <laughs> so that inspires us and we did we do like instagram content when we're writing i'll do like a poll and be like you know what? What's the weirdest situationship we've ever been in? What's the worst date you ever went on? And my right. friends will just DM me back and be like, "Oh, I have so many stories!" And we get all this info, and it's it's fun because that one's like, you know, I did the horror film first, and that was like a darker piece, and now this right. is like just pure silly fun with one of my best friends, you know. So absolutely, I, I
0: feel like it's it's one of the easier spaces as far as like scary movies, like everyone loves a scary, a good scary oh, yeah. movie, right? So I feel like that's one of the easier spaces to kind to, to get into and to get people to kind of like, try out like, hey, we shot this like short film, it's like a scary movie, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I, right. can, I can turn the lights out one night and get some popcorn right. and, and check it out, right? <laughs> um, but um, even going into like the series, um, mm-hmm. Relationship, Relationship Podcast, they, these have been like very, you know, trending topics on social media, right? And I'm glad you talked a little bit about social media, um, about how you've been utilizing that mm-hmm. to get feedback to know, like, okay, oh, yeah. what what how, what direction should we take this this mm-hmm. idea we have, right? Um, so while we're on that subject, I want what other ways or what other suggestions can you give to um, other writers or other people who may be in your position um about how to utilize social media to their benefit
1: right i think a lot of creatives get so you talked about imposter syndrome earlier i think people get that on social media because they're like oh you know i don't have you know my posts don't look exactly like this influencer or my grid isn't exactly this aesthetic and i'm just like stop being scared of it like post the algorithm will reward you if you post <laughs> like, just post just post and just be genuine be authentic too I think so many people are so obsessed with like forming one aesthetic which which right. is like important like you know you want your vibe especially as a creative that's like more important to us creatives I like think yeah, like, like other people it
0: has to be like this this is just my vision
1: man. this is the vibe <laughs> yeah and so it's like just don't get so caught up in that and just yeah. try to yeah just be honest be yourself and just like Post things you'd like to see. It's just like with my blog content. It's like I write what I would want to read. Right. You know. So just keep it keep it simple. Let's put it that way. Right. <laughs> Don't overthink um, it.
0: <laughs> so what are the 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 tools um, necessary for developing a blog? Because I know a lot of people are interested. In right. I have, I have a cousin. They they keep they'll you know DM me on like mm-hmm. Facebook and be like, Hey, you know, I was thinking about writing. What should I do? Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do is bring in someone who could give better insight on developing a blog. Um, So what are the tools necessary for having a successful blog, in your opinion? (laughs)
1: I, I do think honestly, even though, the, and this is why I'm glad I learned all this SEO stuff like in right. my career, because that, even though it can be boring and kind of the soul crushing <laughs> part of all of it, that's actually so important because you need to know, like that's the best feedback you're going to get is to know how to use like Google Analytics and like, and like your search console, right? because then you'll know like if people are bouncing, that means like, you know, they landed on the page, but they didn't read it, they left, right? <laughs> so you're like, okay, so that post was boring. I need to step it up no, next time. Absolutely. <laughs> like, so so I think that's a big one, and other than that, I, I don't know. I, I, just found you can find you know don't use um what's it called? Well, people can use WordPress if they know how to mod it. I didn't know how to mod it, so I, like mine okay. looked really silly, right? <laughs> right. But um, like Squarespace. There's so many websites out there yeah. that'll just help you build your website if you're not a graphic designer. Like Absolutely. I'm not a graphic designer, so that helped me with like just the web development front end part of it as well so it's right. kind of like it was the more techy stuff i think that people have to get kind of versed in because the writing when you're a creative that just comes sort of naturally right, right? and so it's like the more techy stuff i used to be afraid of like leaning into that and learning that stuff like really helped me accelerate yeah. my blog i want
0: to i want to touch on like you i'm glad you keep using the word afraid or fear because Every, that is the thing that people are most afraid to admit. That mm-hmm. They're afraid. Like, I was just afraid to kind of get into that. It's not that, because the, the, the moment you admit, like, it's just a fear, then you can conquer it, right? Yep. That That's when bravery, I feel like, can kick in and you can be like, I really want to do this. I don't know how to do this. I'm afraid that I'm not going to be able to, but I'm going to try it. Right. And then I think that's what makes it somewhat easier um, to take that step, that next step forward. For you, tell us a little bit about some of the trials and tribulations maybe you uh, had to be where you had to, like, kick in your bravery. Like, (laughs) I got to, like, kick into gear. Like, I'm afraid, but I'm going to keep going.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, just, like, leaving everything I knew in my small hometown and, like, moving here. And as a person, like, with anxiety and all of this stuff and knowing, like, okay, like, you know, me and my husband like we're gonna just up and leave our family all our friends we didn't know anybody here and we were just like but this is an opportunity for us absolutely and we were like yeah we're, we're afraid like we were both like we were totally we're freaking out right <laughs> but we both knew like in the long run it would be better right so stuff like that and then also just like yeah you know being like yeah i'm that girl from like a very small town but i can walk into comcast and do this interview you know on mm-hmm. the 50th floor of the comcast let's go with this, with this big boss and yeah i was scared but i'm like but I'm going to do it. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm scared, but like, just push through that. You know, they say like, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's one of my favorite quotes.
0: Right. Um, And and see, that's, that's kind of like what we needed. Right. And I wanted Mm -hmm. people to, so if you're viewing this, you see it, it comes in many forms. I think um, for a lot of people, they may think like, oh, it may just, just be like a financial thing. Oh, it may just be like an idea thing. Like I just can't come up with ideas, but sometimes it really is just a a a mental block Mm
1: -hmm. it
0: could you could be just like a mental block away from that next success story that um that that next big article that next big video um before we get out of here i want to go back to our topic and that is defining your career um you shared a lot of game about how a person can define their career we asked a lot of questions and she gave a lot of good answers on defining your career um Mm -hmm. What would you say are the building blocks for a person that is attempting to define their career?
1: Whatever you want to do, and I'm a firm believer in this, Just I think education is like number one. Like, And that right. doesn't mean you have to go to college, but just like equip yourself with as much knowledge as you can about what you want to do. Like, you know, if you want to be an incredible piano player, like practice, you know, like right. follow the masters, watch, learn. You know, like for me, I wanted to be a writer. I started reading and then I was like, Okay, I gotta lean into this techie stuff that I was afraid of, right? See, right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did it because I was like, Okay, this might be hard, have to do it anyways, have to learn this. So I just think always keep learning and you're never done learning. Like keep Absolutely learning not. new skills all the time. That's so important.
0: Yeah, I mean they say oh, actually a wise man a wise man knows he knows nothing.
1: Right. Right, because like even
0: the, the more you know like you realize there's oh there's another a le- another level to this there's right. another layer to this like uh just to take the people back to shrek and he said <laughs> I'm, I'm like an onion, like an Onions onion. have layers <laughs> life has layers right, you know right. um, so uh, that that's kind of what i mean by like no matter how much you know there's always going to be the next thing Um, So while we're talking about the next thing, what is next for you? Um, We did talk a little bit about that screen, right? Um, so do we have a date on like when that's coming out or are you guys gonna put that out for us
1: oh, man oh man okay we don't have a release date yet but we're okay. targeting early next year because we're finishing the season one scripts right now okay we're still just and it's really exciting we're interviewing with like some producers but we're pitching to some producers right, basically right. so we're like getting our pitch deck all together and that's pretty solid we just have to finish like season one scripts hopefully film by like fall and then okay. early 2024 release that's the goal we can actually just if you follow me on Instagram, I post like occasional updates. Okay, so. well, let,
0: I know I'm following you already. I'm tapped right. in, but yeah. let them know where they can follow you at.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm at Fur Panda because nothing else rhymes with Miranda. That's <laughs> at F I R Panda, like the bear, um, on Instagram, and you can follow me there or Mirandamuses.com. That's my brand, my blog. That's where you get like a ton of up to date information about what I'm doing, plus just my rants and raves about mental health and lifestyle and anything i want <laughs> right
0: make, make sure y'all check out the blog i think it, blogging and podcasts have become very 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 popular recently so everyone wants to make one but how about this how about you go read it first right like, before you go make one before you go make a blog go check out our site you know, check out, check out this episode. Make sure you locked in, man. Look, this is your guy, DJ Jaso. I appreciate everybody for tapping in. I appreciate you for coming and sharing this game. Yeah. Um, any closing remarks?
1: Uh, just Well, like I said, keep learning everyday, you know, creatives, whatever you want to be, just practice, learn, and you'll get really good at it. Like it, it comes with time, you know, and go easy on yourself. That's always important. Go easy on yourself.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> hey, peace out. And <laughs> am
1: hey, DJ Jaso.